0: everyone, this is another episode of That Record Got Me High. I'm your host Rob Elba. It's wonderful as always having you all with me. You know what this is. We have a guest on every week and they bring a record to talk about that got them high. And I have another musician guest because I just, you know, that's the way it is. People who want to talk about records is usually end up being musicians themselves. Yes. That's just how it goes. So I'd like to welcome, uh, you might know him from the Chicago band The Great Crusaders. Uh, but his latest project is called Brian Crumb and his Barfly Friends, and his latest release on Pravda Records is titled Just Fade Away. Welcome, Brian Crumb, to the show. Welcome, Brian.
1: Thank you very much for having me, Rob.
0: And Brian, am I pronouncing your name right? It's just Crumb, right? Crumb, yeah. yeah. Okay, good. I didn't know if it was Crumb or, you know. The German, German version is more uh, Crumb. You know, right, but Crumb's not.
1: But uh, it's the... And a lot of people get confused about that actually because they they think that it should be spelled C R U M or C R U M B. Right, right, right.
0: Yeah, there you go. And I'm sure when you were in school, kids would call you, you Crummy and say right? they
1: did have some nicknames.
0: <laughs> but
1: I enjoyed all of them as I Good. still do. <laughs>
0: All right, so yeah, first uh, let's talk about. So it's funny, uh, uh, Brian, and and this isn't a knock in any way, but I I feel like uh, I have so many uh, musicians on uh, that have put out records and that I basically call uh, COVID records because they were basically written. You know, when they were when you're home, you're you're bored, you you have too much time to yourself, and then you end up writing, and that's kind of what what this release is. Just fade away, right? I loved you when
2: and I loved you and no one else could When you burn your bridges Let your friends fall as they may You ran home to your mother And tried to
1: just, just fade away it did happen like that. My wife had the brilliant idea for me because she, she saw me moping around the house. And, <laughs> you know, we, had the, we have two uh, daughters. And so we we're all, you know, like everyone else, we we're spending a lot of time together. And she said, well, you know, are you just going to mope around? Or are you actually going to come out of this thing something uh, artistic? And so um, she challenged me to try to write a song every day at 5 p.m and before you know we would start making dinner or whatever and at the end of uh 25 days i had 25 songs so oh wow <laughs> it, 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 it was, i i was uh surprised myself and then and they i i gave myself a, a, a limit about of a, a one hour limit to um try to write a tune oh nice and so not this album um I think it's the first chapter, Just Fade Away is the first chapter because there's about 12 or 13 more songs that we are working through now uh, with my bandmate, longtime friend Christian Motor. Um, has helped me a lot with the production side because, as I mentioned, I'm not uh, very proficient at technology.
0: Okay, <laughs> so. so Christian handles the uh, recording aspect more of that.
1: Yeah, him and him and brian hunt and brian leach there's three brians that i'm involved with in this uh project and um yeah they're all they're all a little bit more savvy at the technology side so
0: yeah and uh but the the proof is in the pudding it's 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 really good i've been listening to it the last two days i uh I checked and it out. You obviously you have really good players on it, so you got uh, you got really good people playing on it, and uh, yeah, and Brian, you've got this voice. I mean, it's just like you got this really sort of gruff voice. I don't know. I I read something. Did you say was some bourbon involved or scotch or? or there something? was that,
1: there was that was and it was a uh, uh, one shot of bourbon at five p.m. and then try to write a song.
0: Oh, okay, right.
1: I wouldn't recommend that to anyone.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> good. Yeah, that's not good advice for the kids or anything.
1: Yeah. But since it was it, it was the uh, COVID, we were all, you know, the pandemic, we were all going a little bit crazy. So that's why it justified doing that. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it, and it's just, um, I don't know. A lot of people have commented about my voice and it's just uh, something that I'm always working on and something that... I need to work on more to actually become a real singer as opposed to just like a you know gruffy kind of uh <laughs> <laughs> thing however i can kind of deal and,
0: yeah no so, no i would say you nailed it on this like i said it was very uh I, I don't know i was trying to find because at first i thought oh i know who he sounds like but then i'm thinking no not really i don't really know but just if, if you're a fan of the of the gruff the uh, you know the gruff voice uh sounds like someone that's been around the block once or twice and it just sort of gives uh-huh. uh, a gravitas a feeling more of gravitas to the songs that you're singing
1: yeah, i've gotten a lot i've gotten a lot of tom waits i've gotten uh, yeah, spring right yeah. That and, uh,
0: yeah all right so that is kind of funny because it, the album you chose and the band you chose, i would say is not like that at all it's kind of uh, <laughs> it's, it's definitely not that and uh no. yeah so tell everyone what we're talking about
1: it's just it's something uh it's one of the uh, records i've always admired by this band from Minneapolis trip shakespeare with um Across the universe, I think it was not their first album. I think it was their first album on a major label.
0: A&M, right. It was their first release on A&M Records in 1990.
1: 1990, right. And um, at that time, I was uh, at University of Illinois in Champaign-Urbana. And I know that they would play at this place called Mabel's quite a bit, right there on Green Street in Campus Town in Champaign and... Anytime time that Trip Shakespeare came to town, it didn't matter if it was on a Sunday, a Tuesday, whatever. You were going to be there to oh, see okay. that. You. Yeah. <laughs> At least I was. And then um, you know, a couple hundred of my friends
0: would join along with me. Okay, so you were, you were a, a fan from the start. You were a fan of the band. So was this even before the a record came out?
1: Um, I probably heard that. Across the universe first, and then rediscovered their early, or not discovered, that. Uh, went back in their earlier catalog. And then I also, um, with my own band, traveling, we crossed paths. You know, I saw them at this um, really cool club, Mississippi Nights in St. Louis, that I also played at. And, um, and then um, I had the distinct joy of actually playing some shows with... Um, Not with Trip Shakespeare, but with other projects that everybody was involved in, Matt and uh, Dan Wilson.
0: Oh, okay, Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because they uh, they uh, I mean, for those. So basically this for this album, it's brother's Matt and Dan Wilson. And you also had Elaine Harris and you had John Munson. But um, yeah, Dan uh, Dan Wilson and John Munson later formed Semisonic, which a lot of people know. Closing time. Open all the doors and let you
3: out into the world. Closing time. Turn all of the lights on over every
1: boy and every
0: girl. But Matt and Dan have always played together. After this, they're just they've they've done all different kind of projects together,
1: right? Yeah, they've always been uh, super nice to me. Uh, and And helpful in in my own career, you know, when I've sought out some advice. Not that I'm, you know, best friends or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I have uh, emailed them or, you know, got on a phone call with them. They've been super, super nice.
0: So. Well, that's good. That's always good to hear. And Matt, I don't know if you know, Matt has been a guest on this show. Actually, Matt did a uh, oh nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt picked a really well, uh, actually one of my favorite episodes because it, he picked a uh, Yes album. But it's funny because it was almost like you would think, oh, okay, I guess he's a big Yes fan. But it's like no, he wasn't. He was just like s- somehow he got obsessed with this <laughs> one Yes record and didn't. It was really yeah, it was a really cool uh, episode.
1: <laughs> and then I'm also a huge fan of this band called The Twilight Hours, which Matt Wilson and Dan. Play him.
4: first time that I saw you I was
1: taking some
0: air. Oh, okay, okay.
1: So they have two records I think out. And they're both outstanding. They're both you know, they remind me a lot of, a, of Trip Shakespeare. Yeah. But the reason I, I basically picked this record is because it was it was really important to me and forming, you know, when I first started writing tunes and it, it was like a record that said to me, you can be as weird as you want to, you know, and you can be as, um, you can not have to try to sound like um anything else that has been done before you know and uh,
0: that's right. why i yeah, that's good. You know what? That that's great that you said that because that's what I'm thinking. This is kind of a weird album. <laughs> it is. Yeah, there's yeah. some there's some weird songs. It's it's just kind of and uh, yeah, it, it's the sound of of a band just kind of doing their own thing. And some of it, you know, I'll mm-hmm. I'll be honest, not all of it sort of grabbed me. I mean, uh, some of it may not be to my taste, but I really appreciate the fact that these are not you know normal <laughs> your your normal everyday uh, pop songs that they're writing and that they actually got to be on a you know signed on a label on a major label and got to put out this record which is a really cool record and also sounds really great it's recorded great sure, and, sure. and of course the sad thing is you listen to it and you think wow it came out in 90 but what else came out in 90 uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah fucking uh, never mind and, I, and I'm sorry uh-huh. I, I bring it up all the time that nev- everyone says oh never mind save rock and roll but I don't know in a way it kind of also killed it <laughs> because i feel like it it,
1: it opened (laughs) up a lot of doors but it to me to me the the trip shakespeare record was like it really was i i had not i was probably not as familiar with uh trip shakespeare's own influences like the turtles or like the all the vocal bands right When I heard this record it was like it really did get me high. It was like, you know, it's kind of like this is so cool and every song I think tells a story, you know, and that was another very influential thing for me to listen to this record is just that the um the lyrics I think are very well done as well.
0: And yeah, they are just- and they really do tell little uh, these little, you know, quirky little stories and yeah. um yeah, and obviously one of the release. I mean, it's called Across the Universe after a, a Beatles song, and that's obviously a big, uh, I think, influence on them too. And yeah, and and Matt singing on it that that's like the one thing. Like that's why I was saying it's a big a juxtaposition between you. You've got this like gruff weather delivery, and Matt's got this like clear, clean voice that that's that's really good. But sometimes, and and he's not scared to go falsetto to go like full falsetto or do all any of that right. stuff. And, and uh, you yeah,
1: know. so yeah, <laughs> totally. I mean, uh, I just wrote some quick notes, but one of the a lot of the songs that I also relate to are they're based on like a traveling musician. You know? yes. So The first, the first tune, Turtle Dove, is a uh, you know, I come back to town today. I've been on the highway for days, and it's just like it's about. It's a, I mean, it's a common theme, I think, in, in pop rock music, but just a musician returning to his love or his partner is like something I really identify with, you know, being on on tour. Right. Or being out of town doing shows. And and then it just it sort of continues along that um, with Pearl, I think, is the second tune.
0: Oh yeah, um, well all right, well let's listen to the opening. You you sang even though you sang it fine. That was fine. But let's hear them sing it too. Turtle dove. Okay. Let's hear a little bit of Dove. Sounds good.
3: I come back to town today.
0: So really nice, really poppy, but yeah, not the kind of delivery. Like you said, this kind of song, like the the traveling guy, you know, traveling musician coming home, but not the uh, delivery maybe you'd expect of a song like that.
1: Yeah, and I think that you know that's it's just really inventive. The not just the lyric writing and the singing, but the um, percussion, the lane on the drums and the bass. Just the fact that John Munson plays you know fretless bass
2: yes right right
1: very unusual for like a band from the a rock band from the, the 90s to do that and it just makes it a really distinctive kind of feel you
0: know right right yeah, yeah, for sure. And then, all right, so, and then the next song, Pearl, is basically a murder ballad, which is awesome. I, I love, I will, I, I'm a sucker for a good murder ballad, but, uh, and and this was actually re-recorded, because this was on their uh, self released debut album, Applehead Man, so they re-recorded okay. it. But it's a great song, but again, the delivery of it isn't maybe what you'd expect from your, you know, standard murder ballad, but, uh, <laughs> but it's still really yeah. good.
1: Well, just the lyrics, you know, about, you know, it, there's always a you. You wonder about the lyrics, like when they mention Degan's curve, and you know, the, the there's a very mystical feeling about this song. And then there's multiple singers in the, in the tune, and almost every almost the other great thing about the the record is that almost every song, it's like um, there's very instrumental, very uh, interesting, you know, instrumental breaks.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, there really are.
1: So it's. Uh, it's another road song, but it's it's like um, it very much draws you into the story like the rest of the record.
0: You know, yeah, it, it draws you in. And I like like when you just read the lyrics, they're, they're dark. It's a pretty dark story. But when you listen to it, it definitely still has that sheen that they put on all these songs. Absolutely. so Yeah, uh, absolutely. yeah which is great, too. I like that. Uh, so let will just do a little bit of Pearl. I swear. Yeah, yeah, right there, right before the second verse, that instrumental, uh, that little instrumental break is like so nice and so cool. And I didn't, you know, I I listened to this uh, a, f- a few times before I actually read the lyrics, and I had no idea what the song was about or anything until I read it. And it yeah, really, I it's- I never
1: caught on that it was a murder ballad at all. Right. <laughs> hearing hearing planting pearl is to, I guess I a version of that. Like I, I've never caught on to that.
0: Yeah, yeah, aspect. yeah. Um, uh, to end, uh, yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, that's a place where no one ever goes. Where I plan to lay one pretty pearl. Yeah, he's, uh, yeah, he's burying her there.
1: Thank you for notifying me about
0: that. Oh no, no worries. That's what I'm here yeah. for. This is what I'm here for. Matt. So. Snow days. I feel like snow days. This is like, I feel like you have to have grown up like, so you're Chicago, you're in Chicago, but
1: I grew up in the St. Louis area. Oh, okay. Um,
0: you grew up in St. Louis. I was going to ask you, cause I I feel like this song is one you had to have grown up someplace really cold, like yeah. Minnesota. These guys are from Minnesota. And I feel sure. like that's, you have to, to, to write a song like this, like snow days, you have to.
1: I so much identify with it though. Right. But <laughs> in Chicago for the, uh, and I'm not sure where you are, Rob, but ah, uh, uh, well, I'm in, in
0: California, but I grew up in Queens. Oh. Uh, New York. I grew up in Queens, New York. So uh, oh, snow okay. days, okay. I remember for sure.
1: So you can identify with them. but I totally identify with this song, you know, being, you know, just the chance of, you know, when being your being twelve years old or younger, the uh, possibility of oh wow it's gonna snow tonight and, and you're gonna um, you get to skip school and you don't have day. to go to
0: school the next day yeah like i said you had to have, have grown up somewhere <laughs> where it snows to get that feeling and they catch it and it's really nice it's just a really nice like you know sweet kind of like a sweet song about that i think oh, uh, absolutely. yeah i don't think there's any dark uh, underbelly on this one this do a little no. bit of snow days coming down. Now, it is. you know, it's hard to find too much like I don't have this uh I don't have the album. I, I got it from uh um I bought it online, but I don't have any real liner notes. So, there's uh, there not if Matt's not singing all these songs, right?
1: No, I, and I was going to mention that that uh it's kind of a I feel like it's kind of a tradition held over from uh even like the Beatles that they would always give john munson the bass player um matt and, and don would dan matt and dan would you know give him a song to sing and right, he would always right. pull it out of, the, out of the water you know like this song that's john munson singing and that's oh, okay okay i seriously think this in a parallel universe this could have been a hit you know this could have been like uh it should have been a hit
0: Yeah, know. yeah, it's really that whole, it's coming down it's, it's a really catchy song and everything But when you think about that, it came out in 1990, there's no yeah. way Like, what, what you know, <laughs> think about what, what was getting big then, it was, you know Alice and Chains and, uh, and all that uh, and, it and it's it like It came out in
1: 1972 or Four or something right. like that Different
0: story. yeah it, it's really true because there's really it's it's great like like we said the songs are kind of quirky and they're very clever they're very well written and sung but it's just Absolutely. not at that time uh, you know no one wanted to hear this shit and and i'm, I'm sorry that's <laughs> you know I
1: me i, I did
0: <laughs> well yeah no when i say no one i don't mean uh, literally no one but obviously the zeitgeist you know people got sucked into the hole which I didn't uh, I'm gonna go on record I didn't get sucked into all that I was I was yeah. not a fan of grunge I, I just wasn't yeah. but uh yeah so many people did and probably it you know it caused the record company maybe they thought ah well you know this isn't this isn't what's hot now so we're not gonna push it right yeah and it's
1: just like the uh, again with the lyrics like this tune there's also a, a little bit of mystery about the characters in the tomb are are they real people or is right this is Mrs. 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 Braintree yeah <laughs> that's what is that was always so fascinating for me like is that based on a real person or is it just imagined or just made up you know it's like that's a theme that goes through the whole record I think that's yep. really cool
0: yep and now all right I have a, I have a, I have a crazy little wacky theory about this record because you said a theme that goes through, it I feel like there's maybe another theme, but I'm, I'm probably just making this all up in my head. But this next song, a drummer like me, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mm-hmm. just, <laughs> all right. First of all, I don't know. Let's maybe we should just listen to it, and then we, because I have, I have a lot to say about this song actually. Drummer, sure, sure, sure. Another great thing. Let's do it first. Drummer like me. <laughs>
3: me Do you want to Throw in with me I'm ready To play You could Lose a lot with me A young Lady like you You could Lose your luck With a drummer like me In the day I had a job I got pretty good to pay I became a percussionist just the other day you've
0: been living with your mom That's <laughs> you could lose your me. luck with a drummer okay Brian, I'm going to tell you this. I swear to God, I am not making this up. Last night, I was out with some friends. I met with some friends who were from Florida, because I recently moved to L.A. from South Florida. So a bunch of people knew okay. each other. And everyone was either musicians or played music. You know, there was a couple of sound guys. But yeah. I have daughters. I have two daughters. And my friend who I was talking to, he's he was a guitar player. And uh, he has he has a daughter. And we were just talking about how we wouldn't... Want our daughter uh, about uh, our daughter's dating musicians, and I said, "Like, would you, would you, uh, would you ever want your daughter to date a drummer?" And he just looked at me and he said, "No fucking way." <laughs>
1: <laughs> well,
0: which is really hard. Uh, hu- I know it's harsh.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's different. Uh, I mean, I don't know what. But know. this
0: drummer in this song, you wouldn't want your daughter to date.
1: Well, the, it, it, that's the. Whole, it, it's another one of those very like. <laughs> Ernest, yes Ernest kind of uh stories like and you can you can kind of believe that um i think matt sings this one you can kind of believe that he's like telling a real story and that's like so important uh for songwriting to me right so i don't know if i would want um i, I would let my daughter make her own decision i guess but I have a daughter, I have a daughter drummer too. She's, a oh, nice, so.
0: nice. Me oh, too. Like, me too. My older daughter plays drums oh, too. Oh, okay. Actually, that's yeah. awesome. It's
1: just like um, another one of those like real life songs. Like, this could actually be a guy singing about his life. And oh, yeah, like a,
0: for sure. Yeah.
1: So it's like, that's really heartwarming to me to, to sort of have that character singing like a, I could, I could be a professional, you know. Right. You know, or I was a professional, or. Whatever. But you know, Brian.
0: But you know, really, the singer. I'm not saying I'm not saying mad or these guys in the band, but the character in this song, he's a loser, though. He's not, not good. <laughs> I mean, I, I I think
1: he's more of an artiste, you know. And this is why I've, i you're probably, a better guy
0: than me. you're clearly a better. guy than me. <laughs> You're much more forgiving. It's it's,
1: it's based on like. A, you know the the sort of for me it's kind of based on the the sacrifice and the that you that some people do have to you know go through life if you want to be like in music like a real yeah yeah right
0: because you kind of have to, care. yeah, the the thing, you know, you always uh, you always say, oh, we should have something to fall back on. But really, if you really want to go for it, then you just got to go for it, and you don't have yeah. anything to fall back on, you go for so it.
1: That, now. to me, is like what this guy is saying. Right. In Drummer.
0: I agree. I, you're, you're right. You're right. I'm just being <laughs> cynical. I'm just being overly cynical.
1: It's but, okay. It's okay, <laughs> okay to be cynical.
0: <laughs> I, I can't help it. It's my nature. Um, <laughs> but also, I was wondering if uh, Jeff Tweedy might have possibly been inspired by this. Because you know the uh, vocal song, Heavy Metal Drummer? I sincerely miss those heavy metal bands I used to go see on the landing in the summer She fell in love with the drummer She fell in love with the drummer She fell in love Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. That It sort of reminds me of that because it's kind of like the same thing. It's the drummer is singing, you know, she fell in love with the drummer. Yeah, so. I
1: mean, uh, I, grew- I played... Gigs down at the same places that Jeff was playing down uh, when he was in Uncle Tupelo.
0: Okay, nice.
1: So Cicero's, Mississippi Nights, Kennedy's, all those places down. And he mentions uh, in that tune, uh, heavy metal drummer, he mentions Leclide's Landing and, like, you know, how how that's where his girlfriend or friend fell in love with the. Right, right, right.
0: Which is uh, yeah, real, yeah. Which is also a really good song and a sweet song. But I don't know. I feel like they're kind of sister songs, sweet soda So it's possible. They It's are. It's, it's, <laughs> it's within the realm of possibility that Jeff heard this song good and point. It, was point. inspired by it. Yeah. Who knows?
1: And I think being all all of us being from the Midwest, I'm sure we've crossed paths with. Uh, I'm sure Jeff has met Dan and Matt and you know those guys in Wilco who I
0: oh right yeah too much. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure.
1: Based in Chicago, and they actually—they're—I shouldn't share this with you, but their loft is two blocks away from my house.
0: Oh really? Oh, okay. I, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. right on Blank Street.
0: Oh, there you go. Okay, well, then, okay. <laughs> that's probably smart. All right. So this this next one, gone, gone, gone. I feel like he's also like, do you know? Is the um, I he says, I, I guess you were the queen of the painted panther, and you knew that the panther yeah. was—that's
1: uh, uh, a real place. Well that's another interesting and I did write that down um because um and I think Dan Wilson sings lead on this one um but that's another cool thing it, this this tune really for me sort of foreshadows um uh, sonic in a bit you know Oh and, right
0: uh, right right
1: Yeah cuz Dan is singing and they're you know it might even foreshadow uh closing time to me
0: but, oh okay right right and yeah. i was yeah i was wondering but not i was almost thinking oh you know maybe i should uh message matt and see cuz i was going to i, I want to get him on the show again and i was but then i said no for i don't want i don't like to talk to people that i'm that i'm doing the record i don't care what they have to say about it i'm going to i want to talk about it with my <laughs> guests about it i don't want their opinions on yeah
1: it. And the Painted Panther, I did write that down. I, I was wondering the same thing, whether or not that was.
0: <laughs> well, I'll try and find Maybe I'll message him after we're done and I'll find out if it yeah. actually is or not. But I uh, know. Either way, so it's, yeah, either way, it's a really good song, though. I like this song yeah. a lot. Uh, let's listen to Gone, Gone, Gone. I guess you were the queen of
3: the Painted Panther. And you knew that the Panther was a place I loved That was a pretty scene when you threw your glass down And you knew you were the only reason every night I'd come See you brought a new friend to the Panther That was only natural, your mind is gone Could we be through if anything was standing We tried the whole thing twice And we were gone, gone, gone for the winter And it didn't even seem like you yeah
0: it's a really good song and you know uh, there's a certain earnestness to this that was just not in fashion at that time
1: (laughs) (laughs) well i mean i mean a lot of the grunge stuff that was going on at the same time was could be considered earnest but uh, at this This is a completely different style A completely different,
0: yeah, they came came Coming (laughs) at it from a completely different angle Yeah, right Yeah,
1: It's just so story based and so like um, It is earnest and it is like Heartfelt and it's like
0: Yeah, it's heartfelt and it's kind of a lot of this record uh, Like I said, I kept coming back to the fact that Wow, these guys really just put it all Out there and they didn't give a shit about If this is trendy or if this is Cool, they definitely didn't care about if they Sounded cool or not (laughs) yeah <laughs> which is yeah, they
1: definitely didn't yeah. sound it they didn't definitely didn't care if they were sounding you know distorted or grungified or right anything right
0: like. right right or if the yeah or, and and they didn't try and like you know uh, dirty things up or you know put distortion on the vocals or anything yeah and so it, yeah which is very uh, you know brave uh, of a band to do i think and and um uh, you know, and so that I could appreciate. I definitely appreciated that with this whole. With this sure, whole thing. I
1: mean, even even like the I know there's a bass solo in that song. We just listened to Gone 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 by by John. And um, it's just so musical. So, like, again, unlike anything else that was probably going on at that time. Right. And right.
0: The- yeah, I think so. For sure. For sure. Um, all right so this next one the slacks it, it's kind of i I will be I'll be honest I did not this is the
1: most definitely the most whimsical song I've ever whimsical heard. whimsical could... is a good word <laughs> <laughs> you've used the word whimsical so far on that but. That's it's a... <laughs> a great. It's a, It was a great live tune, though. That's what um, I. Yeah,
0: I was gonna say that's what I read too. That it was a, a showstopper. That uh, when I great... saw
1: them uh, many times, I saw them uh, play live, and they would even do like they they did a little introduction for this song that said you know we are from in minneapolis the home of prince you know so we had every once in a while we have to do a little song and dance right and they would like <laughs> some don't some dance steps to this tune when they played it live and it was yep. i mean it was a bit of a musical number like it even reminded me of like Joseph and the Technicolor Dream Code or something like oh, that. Okay,
0: okay. Yeah, if Hello, I had baby. seen, if I'd ever seen them live, do this live, I'd probably have more of an appreciation because it's, yeah, it's Matt, John, and Dan. They each take a verse and it's basically like a contest of them like one upping each other about who's more. Right. Yeah, which is, which is so funny, it, but I'm sure it was really great live. <laughs> it,
1: it, 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 it's cool though that, in that it did feature three individual separate lead vocals too, yeah. which was,
0: yeah, I don't know if I would use the word cool, but it's, 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 it's
1: <laughs> and then i just, kidding. I mean, Elaine's drumming on this I think is outstanding too. It's, it kind of just brings it all together. Her
0: drumming is, oh, like, okay, nice. Well, I'm going to pay attention to that now, but let's just do a little yeah. bit of the slacks. Can I tell you a romantic
3: story about the world I guess the king decreed that all the various princes Should try to get inside her pants So along came a saint
0: Okay. So I wore the pants. I said, relax. We did the dance. They called the slack. So they actually had a dance that they did. They
1: did have a, it was a very simple dance. <laughs> they were not like, uh, you know, doing anything, uh, that outstanding, but Right, they right, did right, right. dance because they were like, <laughs> no, this is the dance part of the, uh, of the show. Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's great. And they, That's would great.
1: All, they would also, uh, improvise, um, I don't know if it was um uh, it was this song called Tool Master of Brainerd actually that um Matt would sort of free verse like uh, f- just poetry on the spot that he would come come up with that a- so there was a little a little bit of an experimental side right you know, to the live performances too, but
0: okay, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, you could tell. I mean, you could tell these are people that um, that played together a lot and that really love to play together. I guess there's not this oh, yeah. one, but I think their second album or something they recorded basically live, mostly live in the studio. OK. Yeah. Okay. Which is really cool. But yeah, you, you you just sort of hear that that joy in the playing of them. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's something I'm sure that drew you to it too. All right. So here's my, here's my stupid concept. This next song, Unlucky <laughs> Lady. I'm thinking uh, by this song, I'm starting to, to make up this theory that the album is a very loose concept record on the perils of falling in love with a musician or a music man. And now that's not, you know, it's not maybe a good idea or, or sort of the, uh, the downside of it. Um, I can see that. Yeah. I can totally see. Why not? It. Okay, good. Uh, so A lot of that... <laughs> these
1: songs are based on. Um, it seems like they're based on you know, performing the performer's life and you know whatever relationships he comes he or she comes into.
0: Right. So yeah, and he's not pulling yeah. any punches here. I mean, he says he says uh, you know you're mine, but you're an unlucky lady because of it. <laughs> so, yeah. Here's, uh, let's listen to unlucky yeah. lady. All right. Unluckily.
3: My looking days were done When I fell into her sun All the other planets fell in line At night when she came (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, it's great though It's a great song So Brian, I was going to ask you Have you ever uh, covered Have you ever covered a, a Trip Shakespeare song? I've not
1: I've sung them and played them We were just on a little mini tour um, We went down to Indianapolis, Nashville St. Louis And Champaign-Urbana And we came back And there was definitely some Trip Shakespeare played In the van
0: right. on the way back yeah. Well, th- this one right here Unlucky Lady might be a good one to whip out. Maybe uh, yeah. think, think about it. I mean,
1: you I, I, I would not be
0: opposed to that. I would not be. If I, if, I can I, hear if, you. If, I, I think I can hear you with your... You would put a different I mean, spin on it, obviously, you know?
1: I mean, the first one that popped it would pop into my mind would be Drummer Like Me, but the... Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then snow Days, of course, is always... You would think it'd be great to play around the holidays, you know? Right. That's, so, a, that's
0: true. That's true. Yeah. All right. Just put... Yeah. You don't have to, just because I said it, but you know, I'm just,
1: just I'll I'll consider it. Um, But I think that that whole theme of that song, they, they really, Matt goes back into, in the twilight hours band. There's a lot of similar kind of thematic, thematic tunes in that. So again, I would really advise any, any of your listeners to check out the twilight hours okay cool
0: yeah no i'll definitely play some of that too in the episode but here again this next one the nail I
1: have no idea what's going on all right
0: well again (laughs) i'm thinking partially though i i I got again just basically ladies stay away from band dudes i got it from this one too and i don't know maybe if i'm just tripping at this point but uh yeah maybe so let's listen to it a little bit of the nail kind of a strange song right but just the whole when it starts out when he says I came from Minnesota with a nail in my head I said trust me to a woman that I met uh, you know yeah. I'm thinking no uh, I don't trust this guy with a nail in his head.
1: <laughs> there's a lot of um, there is the, the more and more I listen to the record or just more and more I listen to it right now there are a lot of references to being on the road right yes people on the road you know be cautious about the people that you meet on the road but and but that you have to be on the road, you know, to be playing music. So that's another thing that always resonated with me about this record too.
0: Yeah, yeah. For sure. And I think I, I just, I was reading something recently, an interview with uh, I, I can't remember if it was Matt. It might have been Matt, but he was just saying about how they how, you know, and and you know, Brian, you know, you're probably the same way when you think back. Those are like the the, the best times, especially when you're younger and you're just on the road, you know, going the, Yeah. The, you know, it's hard to sometimes you don't appreciate it at the moment, but you think back to it and oh man, those are like the best times of your life, right?
1: Yeah. They, they're yeah, definitely. And, and the, um, uh, a lot of times being on the road um, Is great inspiration For songs, you know, so I'm sure That's yeah maybe what happened On this record too
0: Yeah, you know? I, yeah, I think so um, Although this next one, The Crane, now this one The Crane, I don't know, this sounds like To me, like it could have been Again, uh, like a single, like a hit single But I don't know, mm-hmm. I, I have no idea What this is about, I, I couldn't decode This one, maybe you can, but let's listen to it Then we can talk about it, listen to Alrighty. it. The Crane
3: Hear me tell how the hounds of the bankers took my mind to the freaking ridge, how the flames and the howls. are magical and they strain to keep you where you are i'll be found at the base of the canyon i'll be torn from the wreck of the motor let the green
0: let the green
1: and i feel another traveling another yeah, song yeah
0: yeah right another traveling song um yeah again you're right that that's the real theme. You're right. That that's the theme to the record, I think. <laughs> I'm
1: not sure th- what the crane is all about. But, I know,
0: I know. Yeah. That's the one thing I couldn't get, I but think it- was,
1: I think this was a Dan Wilson song that he wrote. One of you know the first ones that Matt maybe did not write. But um for me it's very like I could hear a band like Fleet Foxes hearing this song. And
0: oh, okay, and yeah, right, for sure.
1: And, and, or, and maybe being inspired by that, The story um sounds uh sounds treacherous, but I'm not sure.
0: Right, right, right. Yeah, uh, let the yeah. I I wasn't sure. Let the crane take back the engine. Let the crane take back the wheel. And I feel yeah. that the world should come with me when I ride back. Uh, when I ride to the crack in the earth. Um, yeah. So it's definitely uh sort of a treacherous traveling song, I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: we'll have to ask them yeah like we, well maybe i will like I, said, I
0: don't know you you can't you can't trust uh, songwriters to to talk about their own songs <laughs> they Sometimes usually get no. everything wrong Sometimes no. <laughs> all right uh, so late this is sort of a weird like it it's a love song in mm-hmm. a way but it's more like an obsessive love song I, I
1: yeah I thought it was i always thought it was like a influenced by the Clapton tune, wonderful tonight. late in the
2: evening She's wondering what clothes to wear She puts on her
1: makeup And brushes her long, long hair Okay, okay. That same kind of feel, maybe that was not purpose, purpose, um, purposely that, that, you know, but, um, I know some of the, just the feel of the song, and, and I love the operatic sang singing by uh, by John on this tune. Oh yeah, also. yeah,
0: he uh goes for it on on this one for sure, right? Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> he goes for it. All right, so let's do a little bit of like yeah yeah, he's uh they're they're going for it and um and i read uh actually um it was from trouser press so i'm assuming ira robbins wrote this when this came out but he said it's the he called it the the too rare example of an indie band benefiting uh, musically from a major label treatment and i I think he's right. I I agree with him because it's not like the album's not overproduced at all, but they definitely used the studio to its full advantage. And they definitely made these songs like little, like these little, you know, uh, vignettes and everything, you know?
1: They're absolute time capsules, I think. Right, right.
0: And also timeless, very timeless. Because I'm listening to this, I'm thinking this could be uh, from the 70s, you know, like a band from the 70s.
1: Yeah, it sure could. And just, um, I don't know. Uh, did you hear the influence of wonderful tonight on that tune
0: in your uh, sure I'll go with that i don't <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not I'm not a huge Clapton fan and i especially haven't been a big that much of a Clapton fan lately but uh yeah, yeah. You're, you're probably thematically <laughs> uh thematically melodically, you know yes no I, I I think you're right i I see what you're saying and and you're totally that, and that again that, i don't think that was on
1: purpose that that happened
0: but no no but it's yeah I I think that's fair that, that's a good
1: another point. one of those very sweet and heartfelt
0: yes yes sweet and heartfelt <laughs> for sure yeah, yeah. and then the uh so they end uh, the record with another really really sweet song that's kind of um under like a like a nice album closer a nice understated one and I have nothing like I said I didn't contact Matt I have no way of knowing but I feel like I'm imagining this is a song that they had a fight to get on the record. I don't know cuz it doesn't I could picture a, a label saying, "Oh no, don't put that one on. Put put one of your more up-tempo songs on." You, you know. Yeah, it's
1: very dramatic, very over the top. I'm I'm so glad that this made made it on the record. It's very um it's a great closer.
0: It is. Know, I yeah. I I agree. I don't mind the drama or the over the topness. I'm like uh, I'm like on board with it all so i think it's good oh yeah absolutely yeah, it works <laughs> all right let's listen to how Tree <laughs> That's really nice yeah man john munson's that bass a that, uh, fretless bass man know what who else was doing that at that time in
1: 1990 i'm not sure and many people were doing that in a rock band setting <laughs> right
0: <four. laughs> i don't think so <laughs> these guys did not give a fuck
1: yeah john's so he's such a sweet guy and um, the rest of the, i i've only met them you know and played kicks with them a few times but um they're I really appreciate you playing picking this one to play in the program because it's like but still i think they would turn them during the pandemic people were posting their top 20 song uh albums right just post the uh album cover no explanation needed i don't know if you remember that and yes I, and yes this was definitely one of my top 10 if not 20 you know but
0: oh nice that's cool and like i said not you wouldn't necessarily jump to that be a parent in listening to your music but i guess i could see it there it's all it's all heartfelt well crafted yeah. good stuff so yeah it,
1: it's like it has um i think my stuff is maybe a little bit more bluesy singer-songwriter kind of based um especially for this last record for just fade away but um but there's definitely, I was super inspired by this record because it was just so strange and so. Yeah. <laughs> you know, other, uh, the, the, you're right. They really didn't, they really took on just telling the stories and just letting the songs fly. And, right,
0: you know, right, right. Yeah. That's With- what I. Rich is about it so much. Oh, yeah, yeah, you totally have to respect. And uh, yeah, it's really great. And um, all right, so uh, just fade away. This is Brian Crumb and his Barfly friends. So you have the website, briancrumb.com. That's the best place for people to go check it out, right?
1: Yeah, you can check out that, uh, briancrumb.com. It also has all the links to the social media channels.
0: Right. Yeah, and we'll have that on that episode uh, page as well.
1: Starting place. And then there's also Pravda Records, which has the label in Chicago. Pravdamusic.com, I think, is the website. But they have a lot of... Crazy stuff going on, um, new releases. Yeah, um, I I,
0: I, I've had some other Pravda artists on, and yeah, they're really good. They, I, I mean, I haven't heard anything bad from them, anything shitty. Good. So they obviously <laughs> have uh, have good taste. So that's awesome. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, thanks. Uh, this was uh, this was fun having you on, and not, you know, uh, like I said, I had had Matt on, and uh, I'd, I'd always oh. heard of Trip Shakespeare, but I never took a deep dive. So this was uh, great. Enjoyed. Yeah, don't forget, everyone, if you want to follow me on Instagram and Facebook, it's at That Record Got Me High. On X, the horrible X, it's at TRGMH Podcast. You can email me at TRGMH33 at gmail.com. Most importantly, if you want to become a patron of the show and support your old pal Rob, who's sitting here dying in Los Angeles. No, I'm not dying. I'm fine here. (laughs) But it is very expensive. I I, I mean, I I don't know. The place I went to last night to meet my friends like uh, there was like a little parking area outside and it had like a machine so there was a I went to pay the machine there was a guy there he says no uh, you pay me and I said but, well, but what about the machine he goes the machine doesn't work uh, pay me please and it was $20 yeah. and he said $20 and I was like okay I am <laughs> so paying you, but, you that know. old story <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Los Angeles you know but what are you going to do yeah. Um, but yeah so if you want to support me help me out uh, you can go to patreon.com forward slash TRGMH I would really appreciate it, uh, Brian. Thanks again. This was a lot of fun. Thank you, Rob. All right, man. Hopefully, if you ever make it out here out west, let me know.
1: Absolutely, yeah, for sure. Um, uh...
0: And <laughs> you're You don't. Add... Now you're not. You didn't become like a full-on alcoholic during that, uh, COVID, did you?
1: Not. Not exactly Isn't
0: you know <laughs> isn't it shocking though that all of us didn't become alcoholics though I think it's amazing yeah. that we didn't because it, it was so it would have been so easy to do that
1: uh, no yeah. I, I, I got through it like everybody else did and I'm very happy that that uh, still, yeah and you uh, got some
0: uh, and you got music you got at least one album out of it and probably at least uh, probably another one right so uh, probably
1: one more yeah that's great who knows what's going to happen next.
0: All right. Awesome. Thanks again for coming on the show. Thanks everyone for listening. I'm Rob Elba. We'll see you all next week.
2: We're gonna have to be away I don't know what I want to say It just feels so wrong
4: When I've been away so long I know it just feels so wrong It just don't belong
2: Say